Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher, with world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everybody, wherever you are in this cute little world, in this on this planet that's ours, in this universe that we share. Thank you for being here today. This is Christopher Reburn. Joining me today is my best gal pal, Jenny Stewart, who'll be with us in just a couple moments. Today is a big day for us because we've got a huge announcement to give you all a little bit later in in the show. And those of us that have been supporting our shows together over the years will be very, very excited to hear this announcement. We're also celebrating, oh my God, 50 shows together. Um, I've, I think it's safe to say I've never done that many shows with anybody else in the whole world ever. So that's a distinction that I'm so proud I get to share with this lady um, we're going to be discussing some holiday memories today, how to feel positive during the holidays if you're feeling sad or too stressed or you want to commit a violent crime. We're going to talk about that. Um, and also why and how loved ones can be more active this time of the year and how they love to join in the Christmas festivities and much, 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 much more. So lots of fun stuff to do. Without further ado, let's welcome the lady of the hour to our show once again, 50 times girlfriend, the wonderful Jenny Stewart, Paranormal Research and Resource Society. Hello. Hello. It's only been fifty. We've only done fifty. I know. <laughs> I, I had to go. I had to go back and get a helper to count them. I'm thinking this. There maybe there has to be another zero or another zero there, or another zero. Probably some out there that we don't even remember or we we archive somewhere. It just seems like it's more than that. But who better? Uh, it does seem like me? that. It, it does. And um, and and we'll, of course we'll be adding a lot more to that tally pretty soon, which we're we're excited to share a little announcement later on in the show to those uh, those of you that are listening today. So, Merry Christmas to you. Um, this is our this is our lovely Christmas show that we've been doing every year for about three years. I think we'll probably keep doing it until uh, forever because it Should just makes talk? sense. Everybody, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. take us back to holidays, Christmas in, in your home, you know, growing up um, you know, growing up in, in your home. Take us back to those the, the night before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and leading up to Christmas morning. What happened in your home during those special times? Well, we always, because uh, my mom was a single mother, um, and we always uh, was my grandparents on Christmas Eve, and uh, would spend it with, you know, aunts and uncles and cousins and, and, you know, hang out. And then when we got home, 
you know, we would get to open one present. We'd get to pick out any present we wanted. And mom finally caught on that we'd pick out the biggest one. And she'd always try to gear us toward the one present that all of us had that we were alike, and that was the pajamas. <laughs> so, oh. so after a couple of years let us to, like, you know, pick out one, and we'd always get the biggest, you know, open the biggest one. Um, she started in it to where we were only allowed to open the one present, and that was the pajamas that, you know, obviously, you know, we could sleep in and wake up in. Christmas morning, um, you know, growing up, we didn't have a light. Um, my mom works very hard. And so Christmas was, uh, you know, the holiday that my mom would always, always, no matter what, she would make it special. I mean, she worked all year to make sure that, you know, we had a lot of nice things. And I think I've told this story before about the first year um, after my dad left when we were little and we didn't have a Christmas tree. And my uh, cousin and my uncle went to the local uh, tree giveaway because they, on Christmas Eve, the guy that sold the Christmas trees, the Martins, they would have, you know, just whatever was left on Christmas Eve, they just would have it for free. And by then, they kind of started to wilt and stuff like that. And yeah. they brought this tree over on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. And we tied it to the banister going upstairs. The stairs were in the living room. So the banister was shoestrings. <laughs> so... Oh my but, you know, but that Christmas to me was so special because yeah. it wasn't about, um, you know, how much you could get or, or what you didn't get. It was the fact that we got something and that there was people looking back, you know, there were people that wanted to make it special for us. And then the following year, my mom had been working and the following year at my grandparents, said, you know, Christmas Eve, um, uh, my grandpa and my mom said that they heard something in the basement and they'd go downstairs and they would come back up and they'd have a present. And then they'd do it again. And then finally we followed them down and the whole basement, the whole one side of it was full of presents for me and my sisters. It was just amazing. And and they swore down it was Santa Claus. But as we got older, we realized it was my mom and my grandparents who did it. But it was special, you know, because we weren't expecting it. Yeah. Those are some beautiful memories, and, and and it just kind of, you know, Jenny has the wonderful ability when she tells stories, you, you just get enthralled, it just, yeah. you know, she takes you right back to the, that time, which is going to be really exciting and uh, phenomenally successful when she releases her new book, um, because her personality is all over that book, so when you're reading her book, it's just going to be like having a conversation with you, so um, that's going to be exciting, that's really, really exciting. Um, you know, we've been doing a lot of shows this holiday season on the show here. More Christmas shows, I think, well, I can tell you we've done more Christmas shows this year than any other year, um, you know, to try to help people, you know, give people the Christmas spirit to some people that are lacking. And I know December is a month for you that, that well, I mean, it's the month of miracles for a lot of people. And certainly I think it's safe to say that it has some sort of distinction with that with you as well. Um, a few years back, there there was a tremendous miracle that we all think was was a miracle when you survived a, the unsurvivable, the unthinkable with a brain aneurysm and then the stroke and then the pneumonia and then everything else. And then just a few days later, Miss Thing's back home. She's home. Released from the hospital. No big deal. You know, how are yeah, you now? How is your health now? Because everybody asks, is asking on Twitter, how is she doing? How are you now? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Um, I, you know, I have moments um, like anybody else. But um, I think in the beginning, I think right after, you know, when you survive something that you weren't supposed to survive and, and people tell you, oh, it's a miracle and, and you realize that it is and you 
So I, I came out of the, you know, the gate running and thinking, you know, in my mindset then was, I'm so very humbled, but I have to make sure I don't waste one second because if I do, I'm pretty much, you know, mocking the gift that was given to me. And so I think I overdid it the first year trying to mm-hmm. make sure that I, you know, cherished every moment and didn't take it for granted. And, and you know, I didn't want to, uh, you know, make it feel like it wasn't a gift that was, you know, very much, you know, I was grateful for. And I think I overdid it. So um, I had to change my perspective, you know, because I thought, well, if I start taking it for granted, they're going to take it away from me. So, but it, it, I still look back at that. And um, I think for me, the biggest thing, and it wasn't even the fact that I survived it, and that I, it was a miracle, so to speak. It was the outpouring of love that I received. When I woke mm-hmm. up after surgery and the thousands and thousands of messages, that to me, I mean, that right there meant more to me than anything else. Yeah. And it still does. Yeah. yeah. It's still very powerful when you look back at that time because I, I remember it, it just was so traumatic. You know, the thing that, oh my God, it, this is, it's possible we could be losing you. It was just such a, such a horrific time, you know, and the fact that you pulled through, it just was such a miracle. And I know that some people, you know, that you've talked about this many times and stuff and, 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 and you have given so many other people a lot of, strength and courage and sharing your story. And um, I know it's, and, and, and it's just without talking about it, it's, you know, you, you can't help anybody. That's why you've been so talkative about it, which has certainly helped a lot of people, I think, in, in many different ways, you know, I hope so. part, yes, I mean that too. Um, part of um, having people on the show and having guests with, with different views and people that feel this way and that way, what is your opinion about ghosts and paranormal activity on Christmas? You know, some people feel that during Christmas the ghosts can be, you know, kind of quiet and can be peaceful. Uh, other people have experiment, experienced the exact opposite. What do you think? I think it depends on what your traditions were um, when the loved one was still on this plane. I think that um, if Christmas was a huge, huge holiday that, you know, was always spent together and you shared it, you know, things like that. I think that, you know, if if you're open to it, because, again, I always say they won't visit you unless that's what you are open for. Um, I think that activity will increase. I think that the communication and them trying to be around, them trying to communicate would increase. Um, if it was a holiday that really didn't, you didn't have that much significance, and you know when they were living, I don't think it's going to mean that much. Um, but I also think that it's a time of year that we and we we see this a lot, uh, where a lot of people have depression that sets in. You know, you start missing mm. that person. Um, you know, it if, especially if something happened in that month. You know, if that person passed away in that month. Um, you know, and, and grief is very strange with how it works. You know, we all mm. we all grieve differently. So I think it's, I think some people want that communication so badly that, yep. in a sense, I don't care what day of the year it is. Um, you know, if you hold on too tight, then you're doing a, an injustice to the person that's passed on because they can't move forward where they're at. So I think that. You know, and at Christmas it makes it even harder because a lot of you know a lot of families have traditions, so it's hard to yeah. move forward with those traditions. It is, but that, but that's a good point that you just made, and 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 that's I know that that's that's helping 
you know, every time I, every time we have shows together, I always hear back from someone and say, and they always say the same thing. That was a great show. Jenny really helped me. And I'm like, well, what did I do? Uh-huh. Am I just chop liver? What did I do? No, uh, what did, did I help you? At all? No, I'm just joking. But no, everybody always says, I heard something she said, something she said, it connected with me. Every time we do a show, there's always something that you say that, 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 just is magic to people's ears and to mine also because you know I'm still your biggest stalker, your biggest fan. Aww. I don't, I don't listen to restraining orders, my darling. Um, <laughs> we we have a lot of people listening to us today who adore us. I'm I'm talking about all of our people in the U.S., Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, um, Ireland. People are listening to us in Argentina, in Brazil, in Peru, Colombia, yeah. Saudi Arabia. Iraq, Syria, Turkey, Russia, these are China, even people today are listening. New Zealand, Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, Indonesia. We see you and we love you. Thank you for listening. Isn't that wonderful? People just really want to be Christmassy with us and have a little bit of their vitamin. Vitamin C and vitamin J, C for Christopher, J for Jenny. (laughs) And we have a big announcement. Let's just go ahead and do it. I'm going to let you let the people know this big announcement we have to share. I'll let you share it. You're better at it than oh, I am. Oh, you would do that. You're just because you're unprepared. She's just flying by the seat of her. She's just doing a phone, guys. She's just calling it in. Let me just do it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, we're, we just love each other so much, and we've done so many great shows together over the years, and it just made sense to continue that. Um, doing mm-hmm. this Christmas show is wonderful, but the last time we did a show together was nine months ago, and that's kind of that's just too long of a gap. It is. And um, so we thought, well, we need to, we need to work out the schedules and see what we can do. And because, you know, people are still asking you, asking me if we're ever going to get back to a routine, if we're ever going to get back to our, you know, our morning show or the paranormal hour with Jenny and Christopher or whatever. And the answer is yes, um, we are. And starting in January, we are launching our new, uh, well, revised Ginny and Christopher 2.0, shall we say, the second coming. And um, we're very excited about it because we've got the topics worked out and we've got everything ready to go for January. And I know this means a lot to me because you've been such a big part of me uh, and the show since the beginning of the beginning Aww. of time, really. So in this show, I know it's it's when we think about all the work we've done together and all the people that we've helped together, that just is like a soccer punch to my gut, you know, because it's really but, quite powerful. It just takes the air away when you think about it. And we knew the timing was right because before, and not that we, you know, didn't want, we always want to come up with, with topics that we know will help people. And we kind of yeah. would struggle sometimes coming up with so many at once. But this mm-hmm. time it was so easy. So then on the third, it really and was. Back and, forth and, and it just was there. And, and I think mm-hmm. the topics that we picked um, to have the conversations about, I think, are, are topics that people really need to hear, and they will be so helpful. They will, because we're really not going to hold back anything. You know, we're going to be no, talking about okay. spiritual topics, paranormal topics, and controversial topics that we need to talk about. You know, so there's mm-hmm. no fear as far as what things that we will talk about and cover. It's um, it's really going to be some very profound conversations. And I think that most of those shows that we do together next year are going to be very thought-provoking for a lot of people, probably us as well in the process. So 
That's going to be launching in, in January, and we will be announcing the full schedule and topics uh, very, very soon. And we'll do those Facebook and, uh, Facebook events and all those little uh, Facebook things to let everybody know what we're going to be talking about. And uh, But the show is going to be featured right here uh, on Conversations with Christopher, and we'll be giving you more details uh, on that very, very soon with the name and the times and all that good stuff. But it's confirmed we're ready to go. And it's just going to be a great year next year to do these um, every month. You know, I think the listeners yes. will love that. And, um, you know, and I did a little research. And we want to thank the listeners now. I know we're kind of going a little bit off Christmas topic. But part of being, I think, the season of Christmas is also thanks and giving. You know, giving thanks and giving and, and just being mm-hmm. so thankful to everybody. Um not only has our show, the shows that we've done together, received a tremendous amount of attention through iTunes and through downloads, but some of the most powerful moments that we've ever had on the show with anybody, you know, and people always write and say, you know, our connection is, you know, they just love us together and stuff like that. So we just can't wait for next. We just can't wait to get through this year and come into January um, and share this with you and stuff. So that's that. Um, when when you're thinking about you know because we've done shows this year on um, here you know talking about decommercializing Christmas and decluttering Christmas you know getting back <laughs> to basics, how important do you think that is now? And do you approve of parents giving young children technology gadgets as presents? Um, do you approve I, of I, parents I, I, giving I, a seven-year-old an iPhone? Do you think that's I, good? I want to go put that as. I'm six year old until I told so I can't but the thing on that was my granddaughter my granddaughter was going right. at for visitation with her dad, so I needed to give her a phone. But you know, I think there's other I think if a child is able to ex you know, handle the responsibility of the phone and the parents realize that uh, you know you know, if your child's acting that, because I know with my granddaughter, um, her mom will like if she's having a bad day or she's, you know, acting out, her mom will take the phone away from her. That's punishment. Um, but, I, you know, I think it is. I think it's okay if your child is mature enough to interact and handle it. But mm. you've also got to put those, you know, boundaries and put up, you know, safety nets and things like that so they're, you know, they can't start talking to a pedophile on, you know. Um, you. I'm glad you, that know. you said that's true. That's right. Especially now, nowadays. It's, very dangerous, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's just so awful when you think about it, that there's so many of those people, and there's so many monsters mm-hmm. that hide in the light, too. Gosh, and look oh, at the is. person in Brazil, the John of that just horrible person and things. It's just, but I, I'm glad that you covered that. I'm glad. Um, can we go to Twitter? Do you want to take a couple questions? We're not doing it. Okay, make sure. your official announcement. <laughs> We're going to get a – Jenny's going to have an official announcement next year. No readings or we'll cut you disconnect the call. Uh, Stephen oh, yeah, on I Twitter. We'll hang up on you. <laughs> yes. We're going to have lots of laughs next time, uh, like next year with our show as well, friends. Okay, uh, Stephen on Twitter. Um, Christopher and Jenny. Oh, hashtag Chris. Oh, he's doing hashtag Christopher Jenny together again. Oh, sweet. Steven on Aww. Twitter. When are the, That's when awesome. are you both? Isn't that sweet? Steven on Twitter wants to know when are you, Christopher and Jenny, when are you going to go on tour together? Uh, wow. Okay. So he's asking when we're going on tour. Look, we're giving you a monthly show next year. Don't push it. Okay. You we're giving you a monthly that. show. We, we will do that at some point. But the thing is, we're both so busy. 
and Jenny's going to yeah. get a, a, a lot busier. So we're going to do the monthly show and see how that goes and, and see where we go with that and stuff. But, yes, absolutely, we've talked about doing this before, and it's going to happen. You know, it's just a question time, of – time before it happens, yeah. Exactly. We don't believe in putting things on a schedule just because we can. You know, Jenny and exactly. I both get different opportunities, and sometimes we're the first people to say, no, thank you. I'm not interested in that. Exactly. So yeah. that's that's really – I think that's so empowering when you get an opportunity and you can say, mm, no, thank you. Isn't that, I mean, it feels good when you can yeah. say no. I took a whole year off from uh, the event circuit and yep. I was so happy I did. It was wonderful. It's been a wonderful year off, but I mean, I miss meeting the people and networking, but um, you know, the, the travel and the struggle of making travel someplace, you know, sometimes I was gone every weekend and it, uh-huh. it was, that's right. it's it hard. It was hard for a while. Well, you know, all those events that people, you know, you, people, you, normally you go back to a lot of the same events and you get invited back to some mm-hmm. of the same conferences. You know, a lot of those went out of business this past year because of you, because you didn't go. Yeah. They had no attendance. No, they didn't go to because you weren't there. They had to do Groupons and, like, buy 10 tickets, get 50 free and all those <laughs> things because she's not there. But you're going to – what are you going to do next year? What's your mission statement for 2019? Oh, bigger, brighter things. Um, I started mm. a project uh, at the end of January that uh, I haven't spoken about publicly. I'm not allowed to. Um, I'm so excited. I think this is going to be uh, I think it's gonna be something that helps so many people in the same breath. It's going to help me as well. So I'm I looking forward so. to the start of that. Yeah. Isn't it hard when, when we know things and we can't tell the people? It's like, oh, we don't want to say. We want to yeah, say, but we can't because we don't want to go to court and be sued. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we try not oh, to yeah, get no, sued. And you know, I made a statement. I put it somewhere on my Facebook because I'm not on Facebook that much anymore. I used to be on Facebook religiously all the time, and I just I, I'm not I'm just not connected to Facebook like I used to be. Uh, but I want your to social media rants are better than shares. I have to say, I mean, they're just like quality. Well, I get. I get so many messages. People going, "Are you okay?" Yeah. You know, if they don't see me post, yeah. and I think sometimes get used to it now. You know, me not being there all the time, but I, you know, I wanted to let you know that probably in in you know the first couple of months of 2019, I probably won't even be on Facebook, mm-hmm. social media at all. Going to be MIA, could be MIA. Yeah, I'll be um, busy. <laughs> very busy. The the parents, the 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 mommies that have given birth, and this is the this is the first Christmas for the for their their first child. What do you suggest? Well, take us back to the first Christmas you had with your baby. What was that like for new parents? It's exciting because, you know, you, you want to create your own traditions, you know, with your children, but you also want to try to incorporate some of your other traditions that you grew up with. And that's kind of what I did with my kids. You know, I uh, mm. I would, you know, start my own traditions and then incorporate new traditions. We, we started, uh, I would hide a, the presents that they got to open on Christmas Eve, we would, I would hide it somewhere in the house, and they would have to, you know, follow the clues to find the the gift. And oh, I also did that with Easter baskets too. So. I don't think my mom ever. I think my mom was always too tired to ever do anything like that because she worked so hard. <laughs> so. God bless her. Bless her. Yeah. yeah. So, and what is it? What, what is it with you and and presents? I mean, what do you still have that 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 Christmas spirit when you know you have a present waiting for you when you get home to unwrap? Not that you do or anything, but just saying. 
it, no, it, it's exciting. You know, I I'm in a position in my life, and I don't know, if, I don't know if any other people say this are or not, or if they can. But you know, there's nothing that I don't I don't need or want. I have a lot of the the, the things that I've always ever needed or wanted, and so Christmas for me is a time of paying it forward. Um, I started a tradition. I have a very generous mother-in-law, and every year she gives my husband and I a very large Christmas, uh, monetary Christmas present. And the first year I did it, I found this older lady that was pulled over into an aisle out of the way, adding up her groceries. And I knew that, that she was struggling being able to pay for those groceries. And I followed her to the checkout line. And I even helped her put some of her stuff on the conveyor belt. And she set some of it aside, you know, I guess to make sure she had enough. And I told the cashier that I was covering her, her groceries. I was paying for all of them. And plus, I gave her some money. Mm. And when I found out her story, I realized that it's not about what you get. It's about what you give. Mm-hmm. And it's about and it's not about the, the commercialized part of Christmas. It's about mm-hmm. truly helping someone else this time of year that is probably struggling. And there's and so out of that came, I don't know if you remember, I did uh, Christmas Spirit, um, which was a, yeah. uh, you know, I helped other families with Christmas presents yep. for the kids. To me, that's, to me, being able to help someone and genuinely knowing that I made a difference in their life is the best gift I think I have ever received. And I'll continue that tradition this year with uh, helping a family and also doing one random act of kindness, you know, to, to a stranger. And I challenge everybody to do that. You know, whether you go to the, whether you go to the local food bank and homeless shelter and you help with, uh, you know, help pass out, you know, meals, or you collect all the old blankets in your house and take them and give them to a homeless person, or, or you find somebody at the grocery store that you know is struggling and you buy their groceries. I challenge everybody listening it doesn't matter how small or how huge that the monetary part of it is because you will not believe what the reward of it is. Just the feeling you get from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think that's, that's a good idea. Right. And Jenny's willing to match you dollar for dollar, everybody. So go out and spend and, and hit <laughs> forward right now. So uh, in our oh. in our final moments, we've got about four minutes left. Um, and I know that this time of year is, 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 is kind of bittersweet for some people who've lost loved ones and, and family members that are struggling now. Um, you always have something just so profound, something so powerful to say to people who are struggling. This time of year for people that don't even feel like putting up their tree, that don't even feel like putting up a flower or a poinsettia or something just to just to realize that Christmas is coming regardless. What do you have to say to those people? It's okay. It's okay that you don't want to put a Christmas tree up. It's okay you don't want to celebrate Christmas. Like, you know, it's it, to me. Yes, it's a holiday, but it's it's one day of a, one day of that year, and the person that is is grieving and you know not wanting to celebrate Christmas, people need to realize that that person is not just grieving on one day; they're grieving the entire year, and it's okay. But just remember that they're you know that. People don't understand or know where you're going through unless you reach out and you share that with them. And sometimes it's hard to put into words. Um, and I just want to say, um, there's a, a plane crash that happened two miles from my house uh, on November 30th, and there was a 32-year-old pilot that perished along with <clears throat> two other people in that that flight. And I reached out to you know to the family. I was so drawn to that, and. 
just take a moment and re- try to recognize what people that have lost a loved one are going through and try to be, you know, be very, uh, you know, cautious in how you, you speak to them, but but don't shy away because you're scared you're going to say something wrong. Those people need yeah, that's more true. than any other time of the year right now. That's and so, so right, that and, I'm, and I'm so glad that, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because that's true. Sometimes people forget about that, don't they? And, yeah, and we're, we're going to send prayers to everybody involved with this. And um, Jenny's going to post something on her Facebook. So everybody just if, – if, could you do that for the people? They're, they'll just I'll just send them yeah. to your Facebook yeah, and they and can look at the link about page. the plane crash. Can and you put a link up? For Erica Andrew's okay. family, she, he had a young wife and two children, and there's a Facebook okay. family page that's been set up. Okay, if you can put links on your Facebook and then I'll share them, can we do that? So just go ahead and tag me in those so we can, uh, so I can share them too. And uh, anybody interested, just you can go on either of our Facebook pages. Just make sure you tag me in those too, so we can get those people Mm -hmm. um, help and stuff. Because that's why we do these shows. We've done shows before to help people who are struggling, and we will always be available to do that in times of need. Um, whether they are part of the paranormal, spiritual, metaphysical communities or not, they're still our exactly. brothers and sisters. So that's that's why we got to do what we got to do. Um, check Jenny. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And also, we're all part of the metaphysical field in one way or another. Run, yeah, that's right. You can check Jenny and her wonderful paranormal team out online at PRR Society. Dot org. That's the Paranormal Research and Resources Society. You can check her out online on Facebook. You can check me out online on my website at www.reburn.org. And please stay tuned to our official Facebook sites for the launch of our, we'll just call it Jenny and Christopher 2.0, uh, starting in January. We, we're thrilled to be back with all of you. And Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy your present. And you better open it later when you get home and call me, girl. I will. Merry Christmas, everybody. We love you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us today, and lots of love to everybody. And enjoy the Christmas season. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, just have a good time. And listen to those offensive Christmas songs because they're just wonderful. So (laughs) we love you all. Thank you, everybody. Merry Christmas and lots of love from Stewie and I. I love you, girl, and call me later. Love you, too. Okay, bye for now, everybody. Merry Christmas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.